Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey original podcast in the huddle with Brian Baldinger and Carl Dukes. Covering the entire NFL, he is Jason Lockanfora. Hello, Jason. Long time no talk. What's going on, gentlemen? How are you? How are you doing? How's Baltimore? I can't complain, man. I can't complain. You know, a little crazy here. Everything takes longer this time of year, right? God forbid you go to Target just to get Drano. Forget about it. (laughs) Um, It's still going to take 45 minutes. So, no, but, you know, that's first world problems. I'm good, man. I hope everybody's well there. Jason, as we've talked to you so many times before, I have to ask you a question that I often think about. Do you still hate the Browns? <laughs> no, I, I, I feel for the Browns fans, man. I, I just, you know, some owners get it. Some don't seem like they ever will. And unfortunately, you guys are stuck with uh, the worst kind. What's inspired you to make that statement today? About how bad their ownership is? Yeah. Anything, anything new or in particular? Well, I mean, their best quarterbacks on the bench. I mean, that's, I mean, if I know it and, you know, the coaches know it, the players have to know it, Deshaun Watson has to know it. I mean, that's, that's pretty interesting, right? They're playing for their lives in what should be, you know, the most critical games of the season. And instead, it's a, it's a ridiculous science experiment that was brought on, not by football people, but by the owners. And this guy won't play as well this whole season as Jacoby Brissett has, but you know, we know who the starting quarterback is. Yeah, have you ever – we talked about this before. I can't remember a situation like this with pretty much any other team where you take uh, out no. a guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I, never, right? Yeah. I mean, look, this is a one-of-one one on so many levels. I hope it stays a one-of-one. Of one. I, 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 you know, I, I hope that there isn't another scourge like this um, that – Communities have to deal with that. You know, teammates have to deal with that. The league has to deal with. Um, they, they look. They they did a bunch of um, ill thought out, um, maddening, sickening, shameful things 
that other people now have to deal with and other people have to manage the fallout and other people have to fall in line because when you go and do what they did for someone who no one thought was playing at least half the season, right? I mean, that was – so you've set up by design like a a suboptimal, unique, bizarre scenario that everybody else is going to have to deal with. And we're watching it unfold, and it's it's not pretty. What does but I he think do? They win these games, which is called percent. You know, I mean, I think they win the Texans game like they actually win it. Like the like it's not handed to them, right? They do what they should have done to that team, which is move the ball all over them and actually score points with your offense. And then you know, as well as they kept the Bengals in check, and as much as that defense has had their number. I mean, now they can't run the ball or throw the ball. So, good luck with that. What happens with Watson next year at quarterback? Does an offseason help him return oh, I don't to us? What do you think? I don't. I mean, I, I can't sit here and say I have any idea what he really thinks about who he is and what he's done and why he's done it. I, I you know, I'm not going to rubber stamp what, you know, his agency would whisper to somebody about, you know, the process. Like, I, I we'll find out. It's a long off season, um, and the depths of what he was capable of um, sort of defied credulity. Like I, I, you know what I mean? Like if it, it, I don't, I don't know where he is in his recovery. I, I have no idea. Um, clearly, nobody knew what he was capable of because the public persona couldn't have been you know, more Jekyll and Hyde from what he was really up to. So I, 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 I'm glad it's not my problem. I mean, I, I have no idea. I have no idea. But I'll be interested to see when he has a 12-game stretch that looks like Jacoby Brissett, who for me was a top 10 to 12 quarterback based on performance alone this season. Jason, I'm still wondering what the rest of the league – like, is the rest of the league cheering the fact that the Browns lost this week, that it's not going as – that it didn't go easy, like especially in Baltimore, where I, you know, obviously you're trying to figure out a contract situation uh, yeah. with Lamar Jackson. I'm just wondering what what do you think the rest of the league thinks of what's going on in Cleveland? Um, well, look, the, the, if you're talking an ownership level, yeah. it's, it's all about money. That's what it's always about, and they're mad at them for doing what they did. So, you know, there's not a whole lot of people advocating for them. And yes, they want this to fail for multiple levels, in part to try to say that that was just an idiotic move by people who can't get out of their own way, but it doesn't represent and reflect what most ownership groups would have done for him or anybody else. Now, I don't know how true that really is, right? Because, I, I mean, you're going to tell me that, like, the Falcons and Tepper weren't somewhere in the vicinity of this thing? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there, weren't, there were at least three to four other teams who were pretty heavily in this. But, you know, that – that they can play the optics game. And really, at this point anyway, it's about driving down salaries. They don't want anybody else to get um, a fully guaranteed contract of that magnitude. You know, they could, they could live with it with Cousins um, because of, you know, it was, what, $85 million in three years. But this is a whole different, um, you know, this is, this is a whole different animal uh, from a contract standpoint. So, no, I mean, I don't think there were a whole lot of people rooting for this to succeed for uh, a multitude of reasons. And um, it just, I just keep coming back to like, like how this was set up and the message it sent to everybody about what they really believed in, about what this season was really about for the Haslam's, you know, and, and what ramifications that would have whenever this 
turnover was forced to happen from one quarterback to another. That wasn't based in any way. Like, there is not one single competitive balance argument you could make as a sane human being for why Jacoby Brissett should have lost his job, other than they decided that this scourge was worthy of the most prolific contract in the history of, of, of this professional sport. Therefore, of course, he's going to start owning, er, you know, earning it the moment he can. The problem is he's not as good as the other guy, not after 700 days off, not after what, you know, everything that's gone on. It's, it's not even close. One thing about the contract, though, it clearly has had an impact on other contracts at that position in the NFL, and the Ravens' Lamar Jackson is sitting there waiting for a contract. Does he end up in Baltimore next year? Does he get his deal to stay there, or is he out of there? What do you think? Well, Jason? they're going to have to tag him for a multitude of reasons, and, yeah. and if nothing else, to protect the asset um, and and make him tradable. You know, if they don't tag him and he's an unrestricted free agent, he's gone. So he's getting tagged, and it would be really naive not to put the exclusive rights tag on him. So he's going to be in the vicinity of forty three million dollars next year, and then I, I think. Um, and I wrote about this recently at the Washington Post, then I think Lamar Jackson just sits back on that tag and he waits to see what it looks like between uh, Burrow and Mike Brown, what it looks like uh, between, to some degree, Hertz and the Cowboys, although I think that one gets done and there is no, you know, no fifth-year option there. I mean, he, he, so, you know, as, as a non-first-round pick, next year really is his, his walk year. So, um, that will become a front-burner item. And then Herbert and Spanos. And if one of those guys, you know, best Deshaun Watson's deal in any of a number of key metrics, then I think Lamar Jackson just says, look, it's clear that other people are doing this. So if you don't want to do it, that's fine. I, I can play this thing out for a year, or you could go send me some to somebody who will do it. And And that's sort of where this thing has always been heading. And – that's still where it's heading. And if Steve Bashotti, you know, who, who had basically been a hermit for three and a half, four years, and then decides to speak in the spring own owners meetings for the first time in forever, and the, the, the crux of his message to his fan base was, I don't think he's worthy of my money yet. He doesn't think he's really worthy of my money yet. He needs to go win me a Super Bowl. I don't really like what the Haslam's did. I'm not sure it applies to us. I don't really think that's good business. So let's go see if he can reprove it on the field. And their offense is worse than ever, not really because of him, but because they built it that way. I mean, they don't believe in receivers. They don't believe in paying receivers. They can't draft receivers to save their life. They don't really know how to integrate receivers into their offense. They don't know how to develop them. They don't know how to – like, they can't do it. But it's the year 2022, and throwing the football kind of matters. Hmm. So – yeah, here we sit. So I can't think there's anything that happened that would change Bashadi's stance. And if you're Lamar, you're saying, well, they set this up for me to fail. Like, you know, they traded away Hollywood Brown and replaced him with Deshaun Jackson off the street in November. Like, it's, it's a joke. Yeah. Um, you know, can they, can they go get me a receiver at the trade deadline? No, they're going to mortgage uh, more draft picks for an inside linebacker. Roquan Smith's been great. He's an, he's an unrestricted free agent. And they can't tag him and Lamar. And they already had all their assets in the defense. But that, so that's what they do. And then people are like, well, what, what, you know, why doesn't Lamar do more? I mean, he's their entire offense. So I, I don't know, guys. We'll see. Um, he'll get tagged, and, and it wouldn't shock me if he's traded. I, I, don't think I don't think there's going to be a long-term contract. 
I don't think either side is going to change their stance. So do they let them start playing out a franchise tag, or do they decide that we've got to get ahead of this thing for once and for all and move in a different direction? Jace, who is playing quarterback for the Ravens on Saturday? You know, it's not going to be Lamar Jackson. Um, I don't like to speculate about people's brain bruises, you know. So, right. like, I, I, I kind of just don't, in general, like going there. Um, but they certainly were sending out signals that, you know, they're, they're coming out and telling you all the things Huntley could do, you know. And his, you know, he could repeat this and he could repeat that. And he said the months of the year backwards. And, like, so they're signaling it's really not one of those super bad concussions. Although, again, I think that's complete jackassery, you know. Degrees of, you know, degrees of a brain bruise. Okay. That non-scientists and non-doctors, you know, are, 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 are signaling. Um, but if you're following their signals, I think they're telling you that they feel like Huntley will pass all these things, and then they have a decision to make on Friday if he does. Is, it, is Huntley with no snaps all week or very limited better than Brown with all the snaps? And my suspicion is it's Huntley. If, again, he, he does clear all these protocols that they seem to be telling people we think he's going to clear. But that's also – I think that, it's borderline nefarious to the, talk that way. That's out of the Ravens' hands, right? That's up to the NFL, isn't it? I, I know, but I'm just telling yeah. you. I mean, if you go get any of their sound, post-game sound from the coach and anybody else, like there, there's people bending over backwards to tell you how Huntley – like he looks really good to us, you know? Like, right. I mean, that's their, that was their message. Like, that's, that's not – that's what – you know, there's any number of people saying, well, he looked good, and he was saying this, and he was saying that, and, you know, he didn't seem to be, you know, overly, you know, bothered by it. So, uh, but who knows what tomorrow brings. And, yeah, I mean, there are protocols that have to be followed. Um, but I'm just telling you what they're saying. Jace, as always, you never disappoint. We love talking to you. Thank you so much. My pleasure, gentlemen. Have a wonderful week. Enjoy the game. Thank you, you Jason. Good Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.